Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to TMZ Movie Crashers. Welcome back to TMZ's Movie Crashers. I'm your host, Fabian Garcia from TMZ. I'm your host, Paige Cotton from Tufab. I'm Cashay McClay from TMZ. Cashay, another fellow writer joining us. Thank you. We appreciate you coming on yes, as our special thank guest. You. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, lots of movie news this week. Uh, the D23 Expo was going on this weekend in Anaheim. The Toronto Film Festival was going on, obviously, in Toronto. Lots of first looks and trailers, lots of premieres. Uh, Harrison, Ford, Harrison Ford getting weepy-eyed over the last Indiana Jones movie. Mufasa prequel coming apparently the the which I don't understand. I mean the first that the live action Lion King did kind of terribly with people I think so I don't know it's weird that they're making another one but we'll see. Jacob Elordi is going to play ja- Elvis. Yes, Jacob Elordi playing Elvis. This after Austin Butler kind of killed it in the role. Uh, Steven Spielberg getting tons of Oscar buzz, including Michelle Williams for his new movie The Fablemans, which is kind of based on his life, how he came into movie making and stuff like that. Uh, We're not going to talk about that stuff at length. I just wanted to acknowledge it to say that we're aware of it. Uh, Where we are going to start today, though, is with the big motion picture. This is our biggest movie story of the week, and we have got to talk about Halle Bailey as Ariel. The first look in the teaser of the movie was shown and it is the little mermaid correct and it is something um this there's a there's a big saga and kind of a bit of a controversy with this we'll get into that in a second but right off the bat i want to hear let's hear hallie we have the we have the the set the section of her singing let's hear the trailer uh from disney here right on the bat out of the sea wish i could be So there it is. There's Halle Bailey singing "Part of Your World." Uh, I gotta say, it hearing it and seeing it gave me chills. It, it, it gave me goosebumps, goosebumps hearing it, and and the reason for me personally is because one, it reminds me so much of the original. It's it's very reminiscent of the original, but it's also different. It's kind of different. You can hear her doing different run, soulful, soulful, and different riffs. Like yeah. you know, like, like B. Like she does like a little thing with the B, and I was blown away. Yeah. I, I just think we just have to give her her flowers. There were so many black girls and little girls reacting to this. Yes. Saying she's black like me. There's, like, there's a TikTok compilation, yes, right? Yes. And she, she just reposted it. It, it just yeah. makes me emotional. It's made so many celebrity adults like Nicki Minaj come out and say, this is for me. This is for right. so many black children, girls, and women who didn't see that growing up. Right. So it's just, it's so moving to say the least. It is. And that's actually a great segue into kind of the controversy over this. Uh, look, there when Halle Bailey was first announced as Ariel, there was there was backlash. People were like, oh my God, Disney's going woke. All this fuck, all this nonsense. 
all of it really, in my mind, boils down to racism. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just, their racist colors are showing, even if they're trying to mask it, it's like, well. They try to excuse it. Yeah, they're trying to excuse it and try to say, well, it's not, it's not like the movie. It's like, it's just nonsense. Ariel is a mermaid. She can literally be any skin color. It's it, a ma- cartoon. it makes no difference whatsoever. It makes no difference. But with yeah. that said, I thought she looks great. She looks great as Ariel. Um, she sounds great as Ariel. But with this backlash over the racism, it's it's kind of evolved now because with the release of the teaser, the racism bubbled up again. There was more backlash and there's all these different reactions and things like that, which is to be expected. We knew that was going to happen from the way people responded the first time. But now it's kind of evolved into this new thing. We did a story over the weekend about this where Jody Benson, who voiced the original Ariel, uh, both speaking and act and sing, uh, singing and uh, speaking lines, mm-hmm. she was kind of getting torn down this weekend by people who were trying to kind of celebrate Hallie and and praise Hallie and kind of prop her up. But by the same token, there were a few people on Twitter, and the, you know, I don't know how many it was. It was a, it was a small handful, but some people were kind of shitting on Jodie Benson and her original take as Ariel in order to kind of praise Hallie. So it's like tear one down to prop the other one up. And we did a story about it. And to me, I got to say, like, it's it, that's it's unfortunate that that happened. It's uh, what, what, do you, what do you guys think of that? What the fact that that actually happened itself? Well, honestly, if I'm being honest here, I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's OK at all to tear one woman down to mm-hmm. to uplift the next. Right. Or pitting them against each put, other. No, because right. they're completely different. I mean, she was the original. She paved the way. And Holly yeah. has her. She's making her own history, her own mark as a right. black um, actress. Right. However, I do think some of the backlash Jody is getting is only a fraction of what Haley had to Holly had to withstand by being this black character. Oh, for so sure. I think it's just totally. like a counter movement to that. Right. I don't think anyone is intentionally set out to say the Little Mermaid Everybody knows The Little Mermaid mm. as it was. So I think it's just sort of um, countering that, I think. Right. But I'm curious, like, because w- I have a theory on why that counter, because I agree. I think it is a countering. It's like a it's like a pendulum swing, right? Like th- th- for Hallie, when she was announced, the pendulum swung against her, right? People were angry. But now, it, with, and again, it's, you're right, it's not even equal in, in the measure, right? But still, it, I do kind of see it as a pendulum swing in the opposite direction. I have a theory on to why that People might be. People always go to the extremes these days. There's right. always like one or the other. Like you got you to have one person gets criticized so the other person has to get criticized as well. But I agree with what you're saying. Like Jody, the people, you know, you know, um, criticizing her and putting her down, right. it's not even like fraction and we should, compared you're right. to Hallie. And we should quickly explain like what the criticism on people. And you know, a lot of this might have been jokey and lighthearted, but it was still kind of seen as shady or, or shots being taken. People were kind of posting the old aerial clip of her singing Part of Your World on the rocks. And some some girl was saying, tell me why Ariel sounds so flat right now compared to Halle Bailey. So again, maybe it was kind of jokey. To be honest, though, I feel like whenever there's like sort of a follow up in this way, there's going to be comparisons. Of course. Oh, of course. And of if course. some people feel like Holly sort of knocked it out the park compared to Jody, I don't think that's necessarily like... Um, I, I think that's gonna happen naturally if they feel like she killed this note. I mean, I don't. I think it's kind of done not in such a vicious way. You're right, but like some some of those tweets, some, some of the tweets, vicious. Yeah, some of, yeah, some of the tweets. You're, you're right about that. Like, comparisons are naturally gonna happen, obviously, yeah. right? But some of the tweets seem to be kind of taken in in a mean way, like mm-hmm. kind of like sort of seemingly belittling Jody a little bit. Oh my gosh, she's so flat. Like she wasn't flat. She was fine. You so know what's what I mean? Your theory on this. So my theory on why. I think some people are responding this way because I got. I want to be frank. Like a lot of the tweets that I was seeing, it wasn't like a, a, a massive amount, but it was yeah. a select few. Most of the tweets I saw that were basically shitting on Jody, they seem to be coming from Black Twitter users, right? 
it was it was black people that were kind of taking these shots. That was just from the select few I saw. And what I think is they're resentful over the backlash that Hallie received. They they, they received they processed that they internalized it. They resented it. I mean, that's and they were probably uh, totally, totally. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to explain the theory, but like they probably were resentful and maybe angry about it. And they wanted to lash, not lash out, but they wanted to push it back out mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. They didn't. And, you know, it's hard to it's hard to aim it at the trolls who were going after Hallie because you don't know who these people are. They're anonymous. They're all over the place. Who knows? And I think for whatever reason, and I think this is misguided, they, they kind of maybe they took. Jody as like oh like that's their aerial so let's attack her that's kind of what I see that like or they could have just thought she was flat that that's you, true you know what I mean that's like true. I don't think it's, it's fair to say such- it was like resentment I think that like a black person hasn't seen this this black aerial princess and so to to root for her I I think part of it does come from like defending someone who they felt yeah. like what has been cast down for this role over and over again but I don't think it's necessarily holds the same weight in in the criticism what do you mean exactly like like saying someone is flat versus someone shouldn't be in this role I think they come from two different places so I'm not saying like obviously there's a lot of tweets and some people are gonna come from a like have like malice but I think saying like someone is flat I don't think that compares at all I I agree I I mean like the, the flat the flat comment itself is kind of it's light right it's not it's not that heavy but it, let's just—I mean, even if, even if it is lighthearted, it is in my mind. It is still kind of coming from a mean place, even if it's not as to the extent that Hallie's receiving. I get that, but like, it's still coming from a mean place in my mind. And some in the tweets that are coming from a mean place that are aimed at Jody. I, and again, I'm not trying to get all sociological here, but I do think that there that people might be internalizing all the hatred toward Hallie, and they want to redirect it out somewhere. And they, I and I think they're maybe misguidingly like shooting it so at, you at Jody. Think they're like projecting. Yes, they're, they're projecting. Hurt. They're projecting their Jody. I, I believe that might of, be the case. I don't know Instead if, of going after the trolls, directly. right? Because it's hard to go after the trolls. You don't know who they are. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just a theory. It may not be. It may not be entirely accurate. But I do, I, that's kind of what I perceive. So you think, think she can't. doesn't deserve any criticism? No, no, she does. Why would? Why would she? <laughs> no, no. I'm just asking because if you're saying these people who are sort of comparing the notes or comparing the, uh, you know, the way if, that they're performing, but, but, well, you're right. Like they're, but they're not comparing the notes in a in a in a in like a what's the word a forthright kind of way they're not doing it in like an honest kind of way like because you could you could compare the notes i i even did a i did a i'm on you TikTok. compared the notes i made i, I, I compared <laughs> i made it i made a tiktok comparing <laughs> comparing the actual that. objectively who objectively actually sang better i thought hallie sang obviously better. yeah and granted we haven't heard her full performance yet <laughs> but like i thought jody jody did, wasn't a bad singer no. she did she did fantastic so yeah. If people want to do like an honest, objective comparison, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. So I actually meant to ask um, because you brought up it was just the snippet that we have seen of uh, or heard and seen of Hallie. How did you guys? I know I don't want to condone this, but have you guys seen the leaked of her? I I did see the leaked song. Yes, I did see the leaked. Oh my god, it's incredible! It's incredible. I was hoping that tears. I needed to throw that in there because I want to make sure I didn't forget to say that because. We thought the little snippet was amazing and yeah. then seeing the full thing. I mean, it was like some shitty someone with their phone. Right, and right. I was like, <laughs> like, this is so beautiful. So, I mean, it is. I just had to and obviously Halle Bailey is a fantastic singer. So, and like, not, and again, like if we, if we're going to objectively compare, I thought Jody killed it too. She knocked it out of the park of as well. But like, I can hear the power in Hallie's voice. I can hear the different. No- I hear it more. She's, she's a trained singer and maybe Jody is too, obviously, I, I think in some capacity, but I like I, I kind of personally liked Hallie's take a little bit better, but and that's the thing is like we can we can have that conversation about comparing them and who do you like more and like that's fine, but like I don't I don't we can have that conversation without 
being mean to anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it's Jody or Hall- Hallie, especially. I know she's been getting she's been getting treated like crap for a lot of different reasons, but like mainly for being being a black woman. Yes, exa- exactly. Yeah. So the, I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys knew this, but director Rob, Rob Marshall, I believe, is his name. Mm-hmm. He said uh, he in an interview with D twenty three. I forgot who it was with, but I believe he's also said this previously. He said that Hallie was the first person who auditioned, mm. and she sang part of your world. And he said that she had raised the bar so high, of course, that no one came close. Of course. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like people, it's just like you like you said before, I just want to bring it back to this, that people are just trying to excuse the racism saying, right. oh, it's not like the original. Oh, her hair isn't red enough. Oh, this. Oh, that. Right. She's a fish. There was one TikTok video. And people are like, she's a fish. She's literally a mermaid. And that like, actually, that's, that's actually, I want to I end on this last point and kind of analyze Disney is, seems to be kind of mixing up the casting lately, right? A little bit. Like with, with Ariel. The Ariel one makes sense to me because it's like, you're right. She's a fish. A mermaid can be any skin color. But I want to ask about the princesses or whatever that have historically been written in storybooks mm-hmm. and portrayed by Disney as like white women like Cinderella or Snow Belle White. or Snow White. Even Snow White because uh, what's her name? Rachel Zegler is going to play Snow White. First she, Latina princess. She's Hispanic. She's also white though. She's like has Polish ancestry in her oh, as well. She's, she's, she's Colombian and Polish. Oh, Colombian, not Puerto and I know she I don't know what she looks like to you, but she looks white passing to me. Rachel Zegler looks super white passing to me, and I feel like she's definitely on the lighter side. Yes, and on in the movie, it's almost kind of like it's like I I'm not gonna if you didn't know who Rachel Zegler was, you would see her and be like, yeah, I guess that's a white woman. Like I don't know, you know what I mean? So that one is like also kind of like it's not that big of a deal for me, right? But like with Disney's, because even with the Peter Pan live action movie, they're they're changing Peter Pan's race as well. Because in Peter and they're written the cartoon, he was like a white guy. In the new movie, he's like a like an Indian kid or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's called Peter and Wendy. So I guess my question is, with the mixing of the casting, like race wise, if if the characters like if especially if it's like a human character, right? Like set in like Belle is set in France and Europe. Is it a big deal if they mix up the casting like that going forward, or what, what? How do you guys feel about that? I feel like we have to understand that the original is like white, right? Right. Like for the most part, right. So changing and mix it up is just including others in that. And so exactly. when you have people like Holly, it's like the original Ariel was a white fish. It right. wasn't just like right. You know, it wasn't written to be a certain characteristics. Like you couldn't be like. So it's just to say that I feel like we have to zoom out and kind of change our dialogue around this because it's really just diversifying Hollywood at this right, point. Exactly. Right. It's not changing any status quo except it being ex- an exclusive status quo that, like, originally. And so, it's not like they are historical figures or real people. That's right. right. They are that's right. animated or, or... It's fictional characters. characters. It's fictional characters. Um, they're, A lot of them are based on, like, really gruesome fairy tales. Disney's or some of these, like, Cinderella and, like, Little Mermaid are actually yeah. based on, like, folk tales, I believe. Right, 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 right. So it's like, who cares that they're... That they're um, changing the skin color and changing the race of these main characters. Right. But when I say who cares, I mean against the people that are, you mm-hmm. know, being racist. But why I think this is so awesome of Disney and so mm-hmm. important, and you briefly mentioned this, talking about the little girls watching and seeing themselves on screen. It's like, and even Hallie had had, had spoke about it. She was just like, this means the world to me. And right. it, but like those little snippet of that teaser, there were little girls just like, she looks like me. Oh, she looks like me. Right. And that's what matters. I noticed something similar. This is obviously, this is animated, but 
I don't know if you guys saw that viral tweet when Encanto came out and there was that little black boy with the little afro right. who like looked like the, um, I forgot the character's name on Encanto and he literally, they did a side by side right, right, and right. it went viral because it's like, they, these are who the kids, this is who the films are for. They're for little kids. I agree. So these adults getting mad is just stupid. It's it not is, for it's, you. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I would say a small change like in the casting mm. means the world to that one exactly. black girl or that I agree. one And that's child. why it's important. Yeah. yeah. The, what I was going to say is it's a, it's a shame that Disney, uh, you know, going back decades at this point, right? It's a shame that all of their princesses were white because yeah. the, the the original source well, material... Pocahontas. But, right, Pocahontas, right. So yeah. some certain, certain Disney princesses were, in fact, like people of color or whatever. But, yeah. like, by and large, the main ones that everybody knew were white. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate that it was sort of... They were written that way. They were created that way without the foresight of seeing things because there was there's been a lack of representation for years... Going forward, Disney and, and just creators in general need to do a better job of writing original characters for people. You know what yeah. I mean? For 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 people of color. But like, I guess it's going back. Is it basically or just what, include people of color? The, in, sorry, in the original writing. I agree. And yeah. like, I guess what what they're trying to kind of do starts now, from the storyboard. Yeah, because like yeah. these these characters are so iconic and they're yeah. so ingrained in our pop culture. Disney's doing what they can mm -hmm. to to try to correct a little bit and, and send a little bit of and, and that what I'm saying is Disney's not even going the people that are like getting all up in arms about this Disney's not going overboard like just no. look at the live action remakes so far Cinderella a white woman played her you know what I mean I know there's yeah. the Brandy version I don't know if that was actually released through Disney I, I don't think it was it was like a television special I think yeah it wasn't yeah. officially through Disney but what I'm saying is like for the live action princess movies so far like Belle like Beauty and the Beast Belle was a white woman Cinderella yeah. was cast as a white woman so like for all the people that are outraged, Disney isn't even going overboard with it either. You know, being well, that's what I'm saying. Like for for <laughs> for, for Ariel specifically, it makes sense because like, yeah, she's a mermaid. She can be any any color at all. You know what I mean? But so, what is sorry? What do you mean by overboard? Like basically, like people are saying, oh my god, Disney's going woke. They're changing yeah. the races, the, like the races of all these characters just just to do it, just for the sake of diversity, yeah. just to do it. But, but they're not though. What I'm saying is they're not. Disney's not doing that. Like it would in my mind, it wouldn't really make sense to cast Belle who was like a white woman in France at the time, it wouldn't make sense to cast her as a, as a black woman. You know what I mean? Like just randomly, just to do it. That wouldn't make sense. And Disney didn't do that. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is that even Disney itself, they seem to be like this. They're, 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 they're mixing it up where it makes sense. But they're not, I guess like what I'm saying is the narrative that they're going overboard with all this like woke casting or whatever the hell you want to call it, that's not true. It's just not true. You know what I mean? Like they're doing it where it makes sense. Like here... It makes sense to do this to me because it's like, yeah, like Ariel's a mermaid. It can be, they, she can be any race. It and doesn't matter. It makes a lot more sense in the future princesses to come. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Basing off of white characters and then yes. you mix it up. It should just be. That's, and that's what I'm saying. Exactly. It's like, it's unfortunate that we, we have this list of iconic characters that were white from the beginning. They've been, and then, and these characters have lasted for years now, even today. Yeah. Kids love them. So like, yes, going forward, like Encanto is a great example. They made that movie. It was set in Colombia. It was, you know what I mean? It was great. It, it was seeking that representation. Going forward, they need to make more movies like that. From the beginning. Right. And like, I guess what I'm saying is like, for the ones that they're going to go back and kind of recast and mix up the race or whatever, it's fine. Like, it's yeah. fine. It's not that big of a deal. But to be honest, I will say, I do think it's important now. Like, so many black girls and brown girls are going to know Ariel as Holly. You're right. In because, years to come. Yeah. You're right. Because they're growing up, little kids, they're growing up yeah. seeing the live action Again, movie. Who the maybe, films maybe, are for? right. Yeah. Maybe before kids. they see the actual cartoon. So you're right about that, actually. It, yeah. does, it does matter. Which is refreshing. And, and lastly, it is uh -huh. nice to note that Jody and Holly are like loving they're each other. They're on good terms. Like, Jody's yes. celebrating Holly, and Holly's appreciating the love. So, yeah. I'm excited to see it. 
her performance so far has given me chills, and I think it's gonna I think it's gonna pay off. Yeah. It's gonna be big. So I can't wait for sure. Thank you for joining us, Cache. We appreciate so this. It was awesome. So that was a great conversation awesome. with Cache. We appreciate her coming on. Um, so and with that, I think we can move on to our next segment, the Hollywood Hoedown. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. Which is where we talk about our smaller breakout stories. And we've got to talk about Brie Larson mm-hmm. and this interview she did with Variety over the weekend at the D23 Expo. This was happening when she her new movie, The Marvels, I believe mm-hmm. it's called, was was being showcased. The trailer for that was being it's showcased. Right. It's, it's her character, Captain Marvel, joining forces with other Miss Marvel, Ms. Yeah. Marvel other Marvel ladies. And they have their own movie now. That's the gist of it. And I don't know if it was either before she went in or after she came out, one or the other. But... She's on the red carpet, and they're asking her, uh, "Hey, how, do you? How long do you think you'll play Captain Marvel, or when do you think you'll play Captain Marvel again?" Something to that effect. Uh, we actually have the clip real quick. Let's listen to it. This is from Variety here. How long will you play Captain Marvel for? I don't know. I don't know. Does anyone want me to do it again? <laughs> don't be so modest. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I don't have the answer to that. So there it is. Brie Larson doesn't know because she's openly wondering whether people actually want her to play Captain Marvel again. And this all kind of comes back to this toxic fandom that has basically been shitting on her for a couple years now, at least, yeah. uh, because they don't like her. I don't know what it is exactly, but they're don't know what it is. people she's say an Oscar winner. Right. People say there's an unlikability factor about her. Uh, and, you know, who, who knows where all this all this hate comes from. But it's there. It's real. She's she's got haters like Captain Marvel haters. The film um, was review bombed. Yes, it was review bombed at the yeah. time, and that's essentially the gist of it. So she's aware of that. That, that her answer yeah. here is basically saying I'm aware of the hate mm-hmm. and kind of shrugging her shoulders like I don't know if I'm even going to do it again because I don't know if it's worth it. That's kind of how I took it. Yeah. On the other hand, the other criticism about this interview is people were kind of like kind of groaning about this, saying why is she even like leaning into this? Why not just give a polished answer saying I, I'll stay as long as they ha- they'll have me kind of thing. You know what I mean? And I got to say to that point, meaning that Brie Larson seemed to go out of her way to kind of give a snarky answer here. I will agree with it's to me. It was completely unnecessary. And I, I look, I, I don't watch enough Brie Larson interviews to weigh in on whether she's likable or unlikable. For, but from this clip alone, it came off as unlikable. It's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you making a big stink about this? Even if, even if I get it, maybe it is in fact affecting you. And maybe it is in fact getting on your nerves. And yeah. I get that. You wanted to maybe show that a little bit, but in my opinion, she should have taken the high road and been professional and just kind of glossed it off or whatever. You know what I mean? And the fact that she kind of leaned into it, it was a bad look in my opinion. Where do you land on it? Okay, so I agree with a little bit of what you said. So I do agree that what she said came off as a little rude, came off as a little passive aggressive. Yeah. And I also really like the variety reporter, Mark Malkin. And it's not, it almost seems like she, it, it, it's unfortunate that like, it seemed like she was just like, why are you asking me this? Like, right. Da, da, da. It, it was and an so awkward I, interaction. And, and he asked a just simple question. Right. So I don't think that I kind of felt bad for him in that way. Right. Because he was but, trying to kind of downplay Yeah, he tried it, to like make it, like light, try to like lighten, lighten the mood and, and she was yeah. just like not for it. Right. However, I understand what you're saying is that she should she has should have had a more polished polished answer mm-hmm. and all of that but I think she has every right to respond that way mm. after everything that she's been through and all of the treatment I feel like maybe that was a gut response sure. just like go on the defense like Which well can, do they wait, want me to do it again well right. I don't know yeah the candidness I can appreciate a little bit yeah sure. and she has a very dry 
like deadpan sense of humor. She I don't does, think yeah, she yeah. met this in, in a joking way, but I feel like that's how she is, which probably could not to go into the why she's people think she's unlikable, but I think that could have something to do with it. Right. But I think in this sense, I think that she had a right to kind of like go on the defense. And and also, like you mentioned, when she said, oh, do people want me to do it again, obviously seems like a direct response to those people that have literally been like, we hate you, we don't like you, blah, blah, right, blah. Right. She basically is just like, well, they don't really want me to do it again, so I don't know if I'm doing it again. Right, so you're basically saying her shooting from the hip is is basically her authentic self, which is fine, Yeah, which is fine. I, don't, I, I, think I, I that, sort of agree with that too, I actually. I think that she had a right to... Express yourself. To express herself in that way. And I feel like it maybe was just kind of like, a, I feel like now she might have this guard. This is all speculation. She might have this like guard up and maybe just that was her defensive reaction. Like, I don't know, like, you know, right. da, 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 da. Right. So I, I understand why she responded that way. That doesn't mean that I think it was the way she should have responded. True. And, you know. Like both things can however, be true. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. yeah, like how people feel someone should respond or shouldn't respond. It's almost irrelevant, right? They're yes. gonna, They're going to respond however they, they respond. It is yeah. what it is. Even though I still have a kind of a bad taste in my mouth about it, you're right. It is kind of whatever. Uh, if I was Brie Larson, I would leave Disney behind because, as we know, with John Boyega, Disney fans are toxic. Like Disney fans are toxic, whether it's for Star Wars or for Marvel or whatever IP it is. Disney fans are kind of crazy, and yeah. it's hanging. And we we're just talking about Little Mermaid. Like, yeah, they are, they can, they're, they, they're, they're brutal. They are brutal, and, <laughs> and some of them are kind of crazy. So yeah. I, if she leaves the, the Captain Marvel role behind. I wouldn't blame her. A lot of people were trying to send her support too, saying, we love you as Captain Marvel. Don't leave. Keep doing it. And, and that, think, that'll be her own decision, yes, obviously. And, and I know we want to make this um, segment short today so right. we can just end on this, is that I'm very interested to see what the response is when the Marvels comes out. Apparently right. the clip was awesome. It's yeah. supposed to be really, really good. So I think that We'll see how the press tour goes. When right. The film and comes how it's out. received how by it's fans. How it's received. Are right. there going to be a lot of, is it going to get re review bombed? Is it going to be a repeat what right. happened before? Or is there going to be, you know, a change in the change in tone? In tone? Right. Yeah. Right. So I think that'll be maybe that the might dictate, dictate if she's, if stays she or not. Stays or not. Yeah. I agree. And with that, I think yeah. we can move on to our next segment. What'd you see? What'd you think? I'm very excited about this. I'm just going to jump right in. Go ahead. We saw different movies this weekend. I saw Barbarian, which is the newest horror movie I out in did theaters. Not. <laughs> it was so, it was fucking awesome. I'm sorry, I have to say, it was fantastic. It's getting rave reviews, rightly so. And the reason is because it twists, twists and turns, things you don't see coming. All of a sudden, the movie's going down this one road, it switches up on you, and then it switches again. It switches again. There's so many twists and turns. My favorite thing about it, though, was Justin Long. Justin Long, who I is not really in movies anymore these days. He's kind of faded out. He was a big thing in, like, the early, early 2000s, 2000s yeah. with Dodgeball and everything and all the movies he was in back then. He was, like, hot stuff back yeah. then. He has kind of faded into obscurity a little bit, unfortunately. He's done a lot of B-movies sort of since then. But he's also kind of a cult... He's an iconic cult actor for horror movies specifically because... One of Jeepers Creepers, which is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. He's he's the lead in that. Uh, he was also in Drag Me to Hell, Sam Raimi's movie, as like the very concerned boyfriend who's going through a torment of a time. Uh, he was also in Tusk. Or no, is it Husk or Hut? Tusk? Tusk? One of the movies where he plays a walrus. Okay. Tusk or Husk, forgive yeah. me, I forget the name. But he's he plays the walrus in that where he's basically a guy who gets kidnapped by a demented man, mad scientist and he literally gets surgically oh changed. Gosh. He literally gets surgically changed into a walrus. So now here he is back in his fourth horror movie and it is a fantastic performance. He plays an asshole, just a douchebag. It's so good. And I want to say, I, I don't want to spoil it. People should go see this movie. Blindly, apparently. Blindly. Don't, don't read any spoilers, but... I will say this, and this is kind of a spoiler-ish, 
this movie, in my opinion, really was a spiritual sequel to Jeepers Creepers, his first horror movie. Um, and I, I actually did a, I did another TikTok Sorry, about this too. Yeah, so I did a scene by scene comparison of some of the scenes that Justin's in for Barbarian compared to his old scenes from Jeepers Creepers, and it's all it's uncanny how similar they are in terms of the the theme and the vibe and what's happening. Even some of the shots, what's it's, it's crazy. So. If you like Jeepers Creepers, you're going to love Barbarian. You're going to love it. If, even if you haven't seen Jeepers Creepers, you're going to love it either way. It is a good thrill ride. Go check it out. And that's where I'll leave it at that. What, what about you? What'd you see? I also did want to mention that at 2Fab, um, our senior senior producer, I Brian. I saw Part, that. You guys uh, interviewed. Did, interviewed the director and he did two pieces on that. So go check that out. Go check it out. Um, okay. So I had a Disney filled weekend. I actually okay. went to. Speaking of Disney, let's, let's keep it back going. Back to Disney. Keep it going. So I went to D23 Expo on Sunday for fun. I just wanted to note that. So def- again, big Disney filled weekend. So. I wanted to watch, well, not really, I kind of wanted to watch, but I knew it, it didn't have great reviews, the live action Pinocchio. Okay, that before, was released on be- Disney+. Plus. Before I get to that, I want to say that I rewatched the original Pinocchio. Of course. Um, because I haven't seen that probably since I was a kid. I right. don't remember like anything. Bare- I just knew, you know, when he lies, his nose grows yeah, face yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Right, right, right. So first of all, it was so much darker than I than I remember. The, li- the original? The original. Oh, the original's dark. I guess I just never, I mean, as a kid, Especially I, when I they just get went taken right over to, my was it Treasure, Pleasure Island? Pleasure Island, with, with the yes. donkeys, oh and then like, God. you know, Geppetto gets eaten by a whale, and like, it's just like, it's it's dark. Pinocchio gets captured. I'm like, yeah, kidnapped, abductions. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's dark. Child trafficking. No, like, there's a lot going like, on. Straight up, and I'm like, oh my god, this is a children's movie, right? But still, ultimately, so sweet, heartwarming. Of right. course, it's a classic for a reason. You know, Wish Upon a Star. Yes, yes, the, yes. Is iconic for Disney. You know, they have it for their films. Right. So how did the how did the, okay. re- the remake hold live up? action was garbage, oh, as you would say, you garbage, say. trash. Um, you know. It's a two pack pack of ass. I will say say Uh. it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because reviews were terrible. So, but it, so it was bad, but not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Right. But I have to say it was creepy. Like the re- the remake, the remake, the live mm. action, like Pinocchio looked like a Chucky doll for like it was like a kid's horror film. Like oh, he looked God. creepy at one point. Like, well, I mean, to be honest with you, the the concept of ma- re- making a live action Pinocchio it lends itself to Chucky okay. a little bit. It lends so itself to kind of creepiness. Literally, yeah, exactly. And I was thinking, first of all, why would they adapt this into a live action when so much of it is CGI? Right, Anyways, I'm right. like, why did they choose this for live action? Like, right. there's not, there's like. It's like Geppetto, and I think he's like the only human. Like right. there's the a fox. foxes, yeah, yeah a lot donkeys. of animals. It's, it's a, like yeah, it's, it's like all live action. Right. Like why did they choose this for a live action movie? It's all C- so much CGI. Um, and some of the CGI was was good, but it was just Pinocchio himself was just creepy. At one point, right. Geppetto, I literally wrote this quote down. He's like, "Look at Pinocchio in the moonlight," and Pinocchio's like, "Jesus, I'm like, this is a children's movie. Pinocchio right. looks like he's about to go like rampage and like kill people, like yeah. like straight up like Chucky." But they also made several changes which I didn't like okay um I will say I will admit that Figueroa the cat and Cleo the fish were cute like okay. that was cute sure. like yeah they're but, like, cute in the original, cute too. The original too like they yeah, were yeah, cute yeah, yeah. um Tom Hanks was okay yeah. as Geppetto. I mean, he terrible was, accent. Yeah, the accent was. He's on great. a terrible accent. Honestly, though, it was right better than Elvis. True. Geppetto was better than the than the right, than, the, saying, than the Colonel Tom Parker accent. Something. That wasn't. It was an upgrade. Um, Cynthia Irvo um, was the blue fairy. Fairy godmother, but, right? Um, what? And she obviously has incredible voice. So to see yes. see her and um, listen to her sing "Wish When You Wish Upon a Star" was yes. just awesome. Right. But the problem is, they only had the blue fairy in one tiny scene. She was on the screen for like. I don't know, like a minute, and they right. didn't have the other blue fairy scenes. She wasn't in them, like in the original. Yeah, yeah. But the, ultimately, the thing more than the creepy Pinocchio, more than the changes, the thing that bothered me the most out of this whole thing. And this is a spoiler, not that I think that people really care about this, but 
the biggest change, Pinocchio didn't turn into a real boy at the end. What? I'm like, what, what, the, I'm like, what the F? That's the whole point of the story. He proves himself to be truthful, truthful right, unselfish, brave, whatever. Yeah, 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 basically proves himself to be a real boy. But at the end, they had like Jiminy, like Geppetto, after he saves Geppetto, Geppetto's like, um, you know, you're a real boy in my heart, blah, blah, blah. And oh, then, what? and then, and then Jiminy's like, some say that the historic, no, Pinocchio's story has been told many times, and some say he turned into a real boy, but all that matters is his real boy in his heart, or something like that. And I was like, what the F? I'm Yo. like, Pinocchio has to turn into a real boy. You can't he change that. He has to, oh my God. That's, that's like that's, essential. Why is Disney, oh my God. That I is can't. essential. I can't. Disney, I'm offering making- Also, I also heard that. Uh, Pinocchio doesn't get drunk in this movie in the in the live action because no. he got he got faded no, in the cartoon. He, he was drunk. like smoking cigars, he's holding drinking it, beer. He doesn't get drunk. He doesn't get drunk. What? I know. Oh, what a jib. And there was I'm no sorry. smoking. There was no the smoking. There what was no smoking. What a jib. Jesus. Yeah, right. I'm like, okay, Disney. This is this I, is a I live would, action that I could did not like. I'm glad it went straight to Disney Plus because yes, it, that this sounds no. That sounds bad. All right. Well, yeah. that's a great play. That's a great note to leave things on. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. We Thank appreciate you. it. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple, iHeart. We're on the website. We're on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we will check in with you guys next time. See ya. Take it easy. Bye.